All right, here we are in beautiful Honduras, Legacy Farms Coffee. We're on the back porch of Legacy Farms Coffee Plantation, as some people call it. Um, being from Tennessee, we don't often say those words, but uh, a lot of people call it that. <clears throat> but today has been sort of a busy day. Um, got up at 6, Santos showed up, and some of you guys saw I posted a picture of he and I drinking coffee this morning. He was the guard on the project last night. So he generally gets up at four o'clock in the morning and start his day. So I started calling him at like 530 because that's that's when I started my day today. So he came down and uh, sat down, had coffee with me. And uh, we realized it was 715 this morning, which work starts at seven. So we were on the back porch and we walk out the door and there's this worker standing around not knowing what to do. Uh, Anna was a few minutes late getting in this morning. Bahidio also guards for uh, a restaurant down the road. So he works from six o'clock at night to six o'clock in the morning. So he was late getting in this morning. So it was um, started out a late day. We started out with uh, 225 uh, bags, 100 pound bags of coffee got delivered onto the farm. <clears throat> I showed some pictures of that. You guys were asking questions about it. I, uh, haven't elaborated much on how we do it. I know that in the States, you know, you'd toss that into a tractor and in a couple hours, you'd be done. Here, um, I won't be here when they're actually putting the fertilizer down. So they're going to walk each bag all the way down into the farm, 225, 100 pound bags. And a lot of these guys will take two of them at a time and they'll walk them down into the farm. And then they, uh, these have to be mixed up. So they're going to take their hose and they're going to level out a big old spot of ground and put a big thick piece of plastic down. And they're dumping two bags of one type of fertilizer with one bag of another type of fertilizer and mixing all that up. Uh, next week, they'll start cutting up, you know, just like regular bottles. They'll cut the bottom half and the top half and they'll measure out what four ounces is going to be. They have some sticks that are about four and a half foot tall and they're about three inches in diameter and they'll put a point on that stick. And when they walk up to the plant, they're going to drive that stick in the ground by hand about a foot. And then they drop that four inches of fertilizer in there or four ounces of fertilizer in there and they collapse the hole a little bit so that when it rains, the fertilizer doesn't float out. Then, uh, it takes, it takes roughly 22 guys, 11 working days to put down 20 something thousand pounds of fertilizer. Some plants are newer. They'll get two ounces. Some will get three. Uh, the majority of the mature plants will get four ounces of that fertilized mix. Uh, about three and a half weeks ago, uh, they just got through fertilizing with a, a spray on. It was just some vitamins, some nutrients and things like that that they sprayed on to give the plants a little boost. And now we're doing the big fertilizer. Since the war on Russia, it's gone from like $5,200 of fertilizing to $11,500 fertilizing. It's because that's where we get our, uh, our fertilizer from. And then a lot of our coffee goes to Russia. So we send them coffee and they turn around and send us back fertilizer. So all that has stopped since then, and the prices have just gone through the roof. They have started coming down some, 
and we found some other countries, I guess, to get our fertilizer from. RCSA. So uh, that's helped us out quite a bit. Uh, this year, it'll save us about at least $3,500 on fertilizer or something like that. So uh, the pro, um, the farm, the green side of the farm, uh, it's really difficult to make profit on that side anyway. And so the fertilizer has, has made that impossible the last two years. But after we got the fertilizer, we had to bring it down. That The truck was so big, they were afraid to bring it down into the farm. So I took my truck up and we just hauled it in batch at a time and uh, got that all situated. And then we started hauling our burlap sacks. So the, one of the main reasons I'm in Honduras right now is to sort of coordinate all the um, coffee lots that we have. There's some 60 lots of coffee that were picked this year. A couple of those are picked on Anna's farm, the Hideo's farm, which is Finca Osmond, and then Finca Santos, which is Santos's farm. And so we had to figure those out and they all had three pickings. So they all had three lots. And I had uh, over 50 lots and each day is a different lot. And so we pick on Monday, that's lot one, Tuesday is lot two. But each of those lots could be processed, either washed, honey or natural. Or there's a few times that we've split a lot to do some like the anaerobic fer uh, fermentation. We'll split a lot up and do that. So there's there's lots of little test lots that are going on and then just the main lots. And the goal of that is, is to organize all those lots and then we send samples off and have them cupped by a professional cupper. And then he sends us back the cupping score and the flavor profiles. And then according to that, often I can put like lot 16, I can mix it with lot 12 because they've got the same score or within a half a point of the same score and they have the same flavor profiles. So then I'll put those together. And even sometimes if there's a lot that has two, what I think would be really nice flavors that would go together, I'll mix those two lots together as long as they're the same score. So we did all of that. The requirements are the bag is 151.8 pounds, which is 69 kilos. So in doing that, when you have a big lot of four or 5,000 pounds, it's not always going to work out to that exact amount. And so then you'll have bags that have little tiny piece of lots in them. And so then that's where, that's where it gets tricky. Cause then we have to say lot 38 has seven bags, but then there was 80 pounds extra. And then that went into lot 26 in. Uh, and so there's tons of that. And then at the very end of the day, and I had 12 pounds left over Sandoz had 50. So then I had to go into all of my coffee that I hold back that I sell to groups that come through in Honduras, coffee that I like to drink. So we, we scrapped up every grain of coffee. There's not a single grain of coffee on this farm that could be roasted right now. And everything went in that bag to make up 151 pounds. I think it ended up being 148. We can be under, we just can't be under. And then we had a group come in yesterday and they wanted to buy coffee. And of course we didn't have any. So I had six bags that I'd roasted for them earlier and I was planning on roasting about 30 more, but it is what it is. Everybody's coffee got bagged up, but again, that coffee is down here on the bottom of the farm. So we had to, uh, we took my, my big NQR Isuzu cab over truck and uh, we took 75 bags up the hill at a time 
which is like 10,000 pounds. And then that big truck that brought the fertilizer in, uh, we loaded the fertilizer, uh, the coffee into that. And we shipped it to my buddy Herbert's place. And then the guys offloaded it. So if you guys will look on Instagram, uh, it's Legacy Farms Coffee 2010 or Legacy Farms Coffee on Facebook. I've got a lot of those pictures posted uh, today. Um, the guys loading, unloading, we got videos. But I currently have 206 bags of coffee in Herbert's Bodega, which is warehouse, and 10 bags of coffee cherry tea. And of the 10 bags of coffee cherry tea, there's four different varieties of coffee uh, that was used to make those four, uh, 10 bags. So we have four different options of the coffee cherry tea this year. Uh, it's a low caffeine, fruity drink. Doesn't taste anything like coffee or smell anything like coffee, but it's an awesome coffee thing. And so I, uh, I make it up in my French press or I have a giant tea ball that I can steep it in. And I've got an infuser. It's a lot of different ways to make it. But it's, it's a fun coffee drink or a coffee-related drink. <clears throat> and you can pulverize it uh, the best your blender will do or best your uh, grinder will do. And you can mix it in with your cappuccinos and lattes. Uh, if you could powder it, it also works as a flour. You can bake with it. But having said all that, that day got ended. And uh, I came up on the porch for about a half an hour to drink some coffee. Uh, the birds seem to be active today. There's a lot of birds went by. So I took some pictures of those guys and posted them on Facebook. So we're hoping tomorrow night we're going to have another podcast. And I'll give you sort of an update of uh, what a bit, when the container is going to be getting to the States and things like that. Oh, the other thing today, we broke ground on what's going to be a classroom for the children's church. Uh, they're sort of outgrowing the library and they, uh, the librarian's ready to kick them out anyway because they won't stay out of her books. So we had a, we had a kids' fun day today to sort of introduce them and uh, to the new librarian that we have, and also um, you know who doesn't love Pepsi and potato chips. And then they got to see where the new classroom's going, and they uh, so we've got the footing dug, but that's about it. So they started putting together all the rebar. Uh, Herbert delivered a bunch of sand today and giant rocks that's going to be used in that footing. So that'll uh, sort of be going on for the next couple of weeks. Hopefully in three weeks, uh, the classroom will be done. And then when I come back up in about six or seven, eight weeks, I'm going to uh, plumb it, wire it. It'll have its own little bathroom inside of it. And the goal is when the North Americans come, that classroom is going to be a place where you guys stay. Anyway, else come to a farm visit can stay there. It'll have a tiny, tiny shower and bathroom in it and a teeny tiny little kitchenette with a, just mini fridge, microwave, basic necessities. And of course, it'll have Wi-Fi. But so having said all that, that was that was our day today. Uh, I hope you guys will stay tuned and share this podcast and, and recommend it to other people. But we need you guys to like, share, subscribe, friend us and all those good things. It's uh, on YouTube. We are Legacy Farms Coffee 200. Uh, Legacy Farms Coffee 2010 on Instagram. And then it's just plain old Legacy Farms Coffee on Facebook. So if you guys have any questions, uh, send them through. I'm browsing, I'm browsing through the last set of questions that I had. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, somebody was asking us about 
some of the coffee life things. Um, we were hauling some stuff one day and a guy said he found a bunch of good plants. He said, yeah. he said, we can go to this guy's house. And I said, Oh, can I get in there with my trailer truck? And you have to take those things with a grain of salt because a lot of times they only walk. So they don't have the, the concept of how much room it takes to turn a truck and trailer around. And so we got there and we pulled in and he said, Oh yeah, you can turn on the front of his house. I mean, there was barely enough room for me to pull straight in and park. So their solution and what they did was they picked up my Belshi trailer, which is a super heavy duty 20 foot trailer. They literally picked it up and just turned it around. And then uh, we did basically the same thing with the truck. I put the back tires in a spin and they pushed the back tires around so I could actually get the truck turned around. We hooked it up and then we drove out. But it was, uh, that was one of the fun days. Uh, but somebody, a couple of people have asked about different little stories. The, uh, about the third time that I replaced the toilet paper dispenser in the uh, bathroom for the workers, I was in there when they were, you know, they just kept getting bright broken and I didn't understand. I'd moved it to a different location. And so, uh, we were getting ready to do it. And so I just reached down and grabbed a roll of toilet paper. And when I picked up the little thing and squashed it together and put the toilet paper on their jaws just dropped. They had no idea that's how it worked. So they were just like prying the arms apart. And, uh, and that's why they kept breaking it over and over again. So somebody had asked about funny stories. Those are two stories that, uh, that I consider funny. So I hope you guys will, uh, like us and share us tomorrow night, seven o'clock central. I'll post the link. Um, I might even start about 15 minutes early. Uh, I want to try to do a podcast while the sun's going down. So, yeah, we probably will do like 645. So I hope that doesn't mess up anybody's church. Uh, if we need to change the time in the future, we probably can. But we're going to have our regular podcast at um, 9 o'clock Wednesday night. Uh, so a lot of guys had said that they can get home by then from church. And so they've been jumping on the podcast. But for right now, I'm going to do a podcast tonight, tomorrow night, uh, before I leave Honduras on Monday. And if uh, any way possible, I'll record something Monday morning uh, as the sun's coming up. That's my goal. Uh, that would be Monday morning. And then I have to jump in the car and I'll run to the airport and head back to the States. So thank you guys for joining in. If you've got any questions, just send them to me. Um, we're Googleable, so you can just Google us and uh, and find uh, emails and all that good stuff. But thanks, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye.